Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's right on the three game Call of Duty main slate on Friday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates, esports, including CSGO, League of Legends, and this one, Call of Duty. Um, also, just want to say thank you guys for all the support. Uh, we are at 3.34 thousand subscribers now on YouTube. Um, if you guys enjoy this free content, would really appreciate if you take a couple of seconds out of your day, uh, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Again, that hitting the notification bell really helps me out to continue to, to grow this channel. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, uh, it's just the DKDFS show. Would uh, you know appreciate if you leave a five star rating there. Um, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we get into players of prices, again, I have a spreadsheet for you guys I made. Uh, what I want to do is I want to look back my laps here from the weekend. Now, I only got one video up there for last weekend because uh, the games went really, really late. Uh, like into It was like past midnight. I don't think the salaries came out to like 2 a.m. Uh, on Saturday, so I wasn't able to get a video out for Saturday's slate. And then Sunday, I, I said on Twitter I was going to take it off because it was only a two-game slate. But I just want to go over my laps real quick and kind of talk about my thought process here. It was a really good weekend for me in Call of Duty overall. Um, so this first game, or, or um, this was the, the, the Friday slate, uh, those phase guys I mentioned, you know, if um, Seattle can, can can win one or two games, then these phase guys have enormous upside. They were super low-owned, right, because everyone's just looking at those Vegas odds. They saw how big phase were favorites and just completely avoided it. Uh, you had Simp at 27% owned, Selium at 14%, uh, played Who Can God or X2. Methods was a huge letdown for a lot of people. He was about 60% owned. Uh, on Friday slate, and I'm I'm honestly really tilted because you know if you guys watch my Friday or my Call of Duty video last Friday, I mentioned um, you know playing those phase guys with Octane because if Seattle's going to keep it close, it's going to be because of Octane, um, and I just didn't do it. That was my original build, but Methods like looked so good at that price that I don't know. I didn't pull a trigger. If I would have went Octane there, I would have won this tournament. So. That's another one of those what ifs, but yeah, super tilting there because Octane just went off. Um, but yeah, still still a good day Friday. Saturday slate um, went right back to the phase wall again with Simp and Selium. Played Octane, who was like 10% owned on Friday, 86% owned uh, on Saturday. So sure, again, you get a lot of the recency bias in Call of Duty. Like what guy has a good game on Friday, he's going to be way higher owned on Saturday. Uh, then I went to, back to Goddard again for cheap. Uh, Shotzi's has been playing unbelievable. He's getting, he's doing like all the OBJ work too, staying in the hard point, getting those those dom caps. Now, sure, it's not like all, they're not huge points, but it definitely helps for someone who leads a team and kills too. So you got to like Shotzi's. Um, and then on um, Sunday slate, it was only a two-game slate, but Basically, just wanted to jam, and their pricing was, was pretty light there. I was able to get Selium and Simp, uh, Hoop Shots, he's an Awakening. Awakening, the new guy from Florida, looks really good. You, I mean, him and Skies are right now the, the top players. You could argue Awakening is the best player on the team. And we've seen that. It's kind of been a trend here with new players coming onto teams, right? So you had Mac Meltz, right? He came on, what, a month or two ago, and now, I mean, he's, he's the best player for New York. Uh, Awakening, first series with Florida dominated they won the tournament so um we do have an, we do have another new guy coming on uh kleenex uh, we'll talk about in a bit um sure th those new guys are always again they're risky but you're getting them at cheap prices and the last few times it's worked out if you've taken a shot there so that's really the look back 
um, of the weekend. Again, it was a really good good weekend for me. Cash all three days. But now what we can do is we can switch over to my spreadsheet here. Again, I'm on the right-hand side of the screen because I didn't want to block anything for you guys here with this sheet. All right, let me go full screen here. Make sure this looks okay. Okay, it looks good to me. So, um, I, I arrange it so it's by matchup too. So the first game is Paris, Florida, then London, Dallas, New York, LA, and then Optic game, or uh, Atlanta and Toronto. So the first game here is is Paris and Frost or Paris and Frost, Paris and Florida. Oh, one other thing I did want to mention is um, this latest is starting three hours earlier. So just be aware of that normally it's about four. It starts I think four p.m. Eastern. It's starting one p.m. Eastern. So if you're making rosters, make sure to get them in before one p.m. Eastern. Um, also, if you guys are new to Call of Duty, right? Um, how how DFS works for it is there's there's a five game um, series, uh, five maps. It, it goes in the rotation. It's hard point, search and destroy, domination, hard point, uh, and search and destroy. Hard point are, are the two uh, are the games that players score the most in. So those are the most important games, followed by domination, then search and destroy. Not a whole lot of points scored in that one. Um, also, on DraftKings, there is still not a, a map not played bonus. They did add that for FanDuel, I saw, but not DraftKings. So, you know, the really, the thing you got to keep in the back of your mind always is, man, it, does this team have a good chance to win 3-0? If that's the case, you're probably going to want to avoid players in that game because, um, you know, if they win 3-0 and, uh, uh, you know, another game goes five maps, obviously that the, those guys in the game that goes five maps are going to score better than the, the team or the game that only goes three. So you always got to keep that in the back of your mind, but it's definitely going to lower ownership, right? So we see a couple of big favorites already, right? So Florida minus 500 favorites. We have Atlanta minus 800 favorites. Again, this is kind of like the same thing last week or, yeah, last weekend with Atlanta. They were huge favorites. Seattle almost won. But you saw some huge scores in that game, right? The Simp, Selium, and then Octane. So, the, you again, you always got to keep that in the back of your mind. It's definitely going to lower ownership. Um, I think, you know, the teams that are big favorites, people are definitely, I think, catching on to Call of Duty and going to target the games they think will stay close, which will probably be those middle games. But not saying those games on the, you know, the top and the bottom are out of play. It's just, again, those guys going to be a lot lower owned. If the underdogs can somehow win a map or even two, then yeah, some of the, the main guys on the on like Florida and Atlanta could put up huge games. So what we have here, again, I included uh, salary, uh, the Vegas odds, uh, their, their team's record, their overall KD, overall kills and overall deaths. The reason I include overall kills is there's a couple of players that have a pretty good KD, but don't do a whole lot killing department, right? More OBJ players. So again, I was bringing up but a guy like Major Maniac, right? So look at him, his overall kills compared to everyone else's team. Uh, he has 1,300 compared to everyone else is basically like 1,600 to 1,700. So, yeah, sure, he has a good KD, but you really want the guys that are going to they're gonna kill a lot, right? Because you get two points for a kill, one point for a death. So that's why I included those stats. Average hill time, that's the hard point. Um, You get 0.1 points for every second in the hill. On average, players get about five or six points. Again, not a huge deal. Caps per dom, again, it's one point for per cap. Not a huge deal there either, about five, five or so. And then I did include the recent KD from their most recent tournament. So, um, just to see how, how players have been playing, you know, recently. So um, let's start with uh, the breakdown here. Again, first game is Paris and Florida. Paris are pretty big dogs. The second biggest dogs in the slate at plus 330. Um, they're record 6-10. So, yeah, they're not a great team, right? Whereas Florida just picked up Awakening, and they came on strong, won the last tournament. They looked really good. 
Uh, but let's start. Let's start with the parasite here. So, if you look at you know the the players on Paris, I think there's there's really one guy for me. It, it's probably Dens. Now you can make an argument for Luca, right? Luca had a pretty good tournament that last time, a 1.21 KD. But you know, looking at comparing overall kills, they're all about the same. Um, and you just have Dens at it stands out compared to everyone else, right? Uh, he's at a relatively cheap price, 7.4K, I think is in play. Um, Luca at 9K is just, again, I know he's been playing well recently, but that, that feels a little bit expensive. Now, if you wanted to go game stack in this game, which I think will be very low owned because of just the odds alone, then sure, I, I could see pairing Dens with Luca and then maybe running it back with one or, or two guys in Florida um, if that's, you know, the GPP stack that you want to go with. Um, let's see, the other option, Zed, is a stay away from me. Um, Shocks probably stay away too. Kismet, I don't really have interest. It's really the, the only two guys, the, you know, Dens and Luca that I have interest in. I, I just prefer Dens for his price. Again, I know Luca played better the last tournament, but when you're getting about a $1,600 difference, I'm just going to give that to Dens there. So I think he's my favorite play there on the Paris side. Um, on the Florida side. So again, Awakening looked really good. He was like five or six K all weekend. Now he's 10 K. Um, yeah, I mean, from what I saw, again, he looked really, really good. You could argue him, he's the best player. Again, him and Skies, I think, are, are the two top players in this team. He had a 1.12 uh, KD. So, yeah, Awakening looked really good. I think the price point, though, is going to make him very low-owned on the slate. Again, the Vegas odds, they're big favorites. He's, you could argue, slightly overpriced. Um, so that, that's going to make him very low-owned. But again, for as a GPP contrarian play, I think he's viable because of how how well he played. Um, let's see. The other guy that really stands out to me, I think is going to be one of the more, well, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be that popular because, again, the odds. But Skies at 7.6K stands out like a sore thumb to me. It really does. Like That's about, I think, at least $1,500 too cheap. As long as this game goes more than three maps, I think Skies will destroy that salary from how he's been playing recently. If you look at his overall KD, a 1.24 KD, he had a 1.32 that most recent tournament. So Skies is in great form. Again, he uses um, he'll use the AR, which is always good. You know, usually players that that they use the AR tend to have a pretty good KD. Um, yeah, I mean he's got the most overall kills in his team at 16.49 compared to, to Frosty and Havoc. Uh, Pharaoh's a newer addition, and obviously again Awakening, very new addition. Um, but yeah, I really like Skies there for, for his price. Um, Frosty Havoc probably stay away from me at their respective prices. I think you could make an argument for Pharaoh at 6.8K. Um, he's been a little bit more up and down, but still he's got a 1.08 um, KD overall. And he was, well, he was decent, right? 1.01, that, that most recent tournament. He's a pretty cheap price point, right? 6.8K. Now, sure, again, I definitely prefer Skies, um, but I think Pharaoh is still viable. So, I think I would rank these plays for their prices. It would be Skies 1, probably Pharaoh 2 and Awakening 3. Doesn't make Awakening on a play, right? He played really, really well. I just think, you know, the odds, the price point uh, will make him super low on. Probably sub 10% owned. Now let's talk about London and Dallas. So this is a game I think will be a little bit more popular, right? It's projected to stay somewhat close if, you, if you're just focusing on odds, right? So Dallas minus 220 favorites, London plus 165 dogs. Um... Yeah, I mean, I can see why, why Dallas are favorites, right? They're 15-8 compared to London, 8-9. Uh, let's talk about the London side first. So we have Dylan at 8K, Scraps at 7.8, Wuskin at 6.4. Another price that, that stands out to me. Um, zero at 8.8, and then Shawnee at 6.4K. 
Um, if you look at Wuskin's overall KD, again, it sticks out like a, thor- a sore thumb compared to everyone else on his team, 1.22. Um, everyone else besides, you know, Scraps is slightly positive. Everyone else is a negative KD. Um, now, the most recent tournament, again, he wasn't great, only a 1.03 um, kill-death ratio. And the thing with him is he's not going to be, again, he uses the AR, um, so he's not going to be killing a lot. Again, he'll have a good KD, but he's not going to be, like, the player with like, the most kills. Um, but, you know, the price point, he was, what, a, like a few COD sites ago, he was like 9, 10K. He was one of the most expensive players. Now he's 6.4K. So yeah, the matchup, obviously not the best, but I think that price point really stands out to me. The other guy that I have some slight interest in is Dylan. Um, he's a sub player that, that really uh, came onto the scene last year. Um, it's been a little bit disappointing this year, but recent plays have been, been a little bit better. A 1.01K uh, kill death ratio his last tournament. Um, 8K, again, I think he just goes under the radar, but he would be the other guy I think I would consider on this team if you're going to make me choose. Um, so, yeah, now let's move on to Dallas here. Um, if you look at their prices here, we have Clayster at 7.2, Crimzex at 6K, Hook at 8.4, Ily at 7K, Shotzi's at 10.2K. Um, yeah, I mean, Shotzi's doesn't have the best overall KD, but that's because you know, early on, he wasn't playing his best. Now, like recent tournaments, he has been arguably the best player in Call of Duty right now. He's doing all the objective work, too. Um, he, he's like all, usually the player with the most hard point time. He's usually the guy getting a lot of the caps and domination. His most recent um, tournament, again, he had 1.23 uh, kill-death ratio. And he has been really putting up big numbers uh, for, for these Call of Duty slates. So, yeah, sure, the price point seems like a lot, but... I, I still like Shotzi's a lot. I think he'll be one of the more popular spend-ups for sure. I think he's you know a, a pretty safe spend-up because he does a lot of everything. Um, so I do really like Shotzi's. I wouldn't worry too much about that overall KD because of recent play, he has been on fire. Now, other guys I've mentioned, Hook at 8.4K, I think looks pretty decent. Again, he had a 1.15 KD that last tournament. Um, he is, I, I think, the guy with the next most upside in this team. He's a very aggressive player. He's a sub. He, he's going to be in a lot of those gunfights. He's a guy that um, he has the most kills on his team right at 1,772. Um, so I do like Hook at 8.4. Um, if you're only going to play one Dallas guy and you can't get to Shotzi's, I could see going down to Hook. Um, I think you can play both, right? Um, so those are the two guys I have the most interest in. I think Illy is interesting. He looked pretty good that, that last tournament, especially. He's an SND star. He's very, very good in Search and Destroy. If he can have decent games and respawn, I can see him paying off at 7K price point. Um, Crimzex and Clay, the veterans, not super excited about it. I mean, if you're on more stars and scrubs, I could see taking a shot at Crimzex at 6K. I think that is still a little bit too cheap. Not, not a guy that's going to put up a huge score, but I could see going to him because of the price point. Um, next, let's talk about New York. So we have uh, Accuracy at 6.6, Attach 7.4, Temp at 7K, Zuma at 7K, Mac at 9.4K. I think the guy that, that stands out here, obviously, is Mac. Um, I really like that price on him. He's been very, very good since coming onto this team. He's definitely, in my opinion, the best player on this team. His most uh, recent tournament, he had a 1.19 KD. So I do like Mac a good amount here. Um, again, they're going up against Optic Gaming. Uh, they're, they're minus 160 favorites. This is the one projected to say the, close, uh, the closest. We're just looking at the odds. So I think Mac will be a guy that will be pretty popular. I think he, he's probably a cash game play if you're looking for cash games. But I do really like him at that price point. Another guy that kind of like a shot, he's right, he's been playing really well of late. 
Um, the other guys on New York, it's a little bit harder to decipher. Um, they're a pretty balanced team besides Mac. Again, I think Mac does kind of carry the load. Everyone else, if you just look at their KDs, right, you have Accuracy 1.01, uh, Tash 1.07, Temp 1.01, Zuma 0.98. I think the next guys I would have mentioned would, would be either be Attach or, or Temp, right? You have Attach at 7.4, Temp at 7K. Both have been a little bit up and down, but both still, I think, are pretty good Call of Duty players in this league. And if you're going to uh, you know, go play someone else besides Mac, I can see you getting to one of those guys in the mid-range. Um, again, I think you can still make an argument for Zoom or Accuracy, but I think if I was going to, again, you're going to make me choose another guy, it would be either Attach or Temp. Um, next, we have OptiGaming, another team I think will be pretty popular, again, because players um, you know, are just going to look at the odds and they're going to they're gonna target the games that, that are you know projected to stay close. So, again, this game I think will be pretty popular. Slasher at 9.6K, I know the price is up, but I love him at that price point. Um, he has been playing great Call of Duty of late. This OptiGaming team, I know they don't have the best record, right, 7-11, but I still think they can be one of the top teams, if not the top team in Call of Duty. Um, you know, the talent level on this team is just insane. Besides Chino, really, not, not guys who can do a whole lot, but TJ, Slasher, Kenny, and Dashi, there is a lot of talent on this team, so... Um, I do like this Optic Gaming team a good amount. Slasher, I know the price is up there on him, but I love him. Uh, he's got a, he had a 1.34 KD that, that most recent tournament. He's sporting a 1.15 KD overall. Really like uh, Slasher at that price point. I also have some interest in Dashy. Now, he was a disappointment. He was a guy that, you know, was, was always seems to be pretty popular on his Call of Duty slates. Uh, his price has dropped. Again, he was disappointing, right? A 0.91 uh, KD. Is not what you expect from Dashi, who's got a, a 1.04 KD overall. Um, he is a very aggressive player, right? If you look at his kills compared to everyone else, he has 14.48. Um, Slasher's up there too, but you can tell those are the two guys that, that, that kill the most, that slay the most. So those are the two guys I've interested in. Um, definitely it would be Slasher for me one, but I think you can look to Dashi too if you want to go that route and play two guys here in Optic Gaming. Now, Kenny or Quavo, as they have him on DraftKings, um, at 7.6K, TJ Haley at 6.6K. I think those are more dart throws for GPPs. Again, I think they're they're both underperforming this year and still are, are top Call of Duty players. So I could see taking a shot in one of those guys. They're going to be super low on because everyone's going to look at their numbers. They're not great. But again, I still think the talent is there for both those guys. Again, Kenny, what, last year, two, World War II, he was the best uh, submachine gun player in Call of Duty. So, yeah, I, I could see taking a shot in one of those guys. But that's more, again, a, a kind of a dart throw play for GPPs. Final game here, we have Atlanta and Toronto. So this is a game for, for cash games, and even for GPPs, it's going to go low-owned. People are just going to look at those odds, right, minus 800 phase, and they're going to avoid it, right, because there's there's a decent chance they win 3-0. But, you know, phase has struggled. They, they almost lost to LA. A lot of teams took them to five maps. But they've shown, like, if a team takes phase to five maps, you see Simp and Selium put up enormous scores. So you have Selium at 9.2, Simp at 9.8K. Their prices are up, right, that... Last Friday, they were in like the mid-8K range. That didn't really make sense. Now 9.2 and 9.8, they're definitely going to be contrarian options because they're just going to go low on. People are going to be scared of the possible 3-0. I still like both for GPPs a lot because, again, they're, they're just going to be low on guys. Um, those are the two that really carry the roster kills-wise. Um, Selium, uh, 1.17 uh, KD. Simple, 1.18. Um, if you look at you know their KDs, it obviously wasn't great because they're a little bit more up and down. Um, in that tournament, but I do really like those two. And again, Simp, Selium do just kill, they seem to kill everything on the map. 
Um, Simp has 1,700 kills compared to you know, some of his teammates in the 1,300, 1,500 range. Selling right behind him there at 1,678. I do really like those guys. Again, I think they're, they're GPP plays. I don't think you go there for cash, um, but I really like those guys for GPPs. Now, Major Maniac actually did look pretty good that last tournament. I know he's not a guy that does a whole lot in the killing department, but he had a pretty pretty good weekend. So am I, am I going to consider him, though? I don't know. Like, I think if I, if I was going to consider a third guy in phase, it would probably be a Beezy or Priesto. Now, Priesto really struggled, right? A .82 um, KD that last tournament. So you could try to buy low on Priesto, right? The talent level is there. I don't think he's a .882 kill death. Uh, guy for Call of Duty. He's definitely more around a 1.0, maybe a little bit above 1.0. So, yeah, I think you could make an argument for Priesta. Abizi is a very, very aggressive player. He seems to always be the one initiating gunfights, especially in Search and Destroy. He's just always pushing. Um, so, yeah, I can see going to Abizi too. But really, again, the two guys I look to the most here are Simp and Selium, um, and I like them for GPPs because they're going to be low-owned. Last, uh, last team here, we have Toronto. So we do have Kleenex now filling in for Classic. Again, we don't have any stats on him. I think you can make an argument for him at 6.4K. Um, he's a guy that I did watch a little bit in Warzone. He looks pretty good. Now, Warzone is just um, the, uh, what's it called? Like the Fortnite of Call of Duty, basically, the Battle Royale. Uh, but, but Kleenex looks like a pretty talented guy from what I just what I saw in a few videos. 6.4K. Again, it's a risky play for sure because we haven't seen him with this team. But look what's happened the last two times new additions have come on, right? You saw Mac. He's the best player in New York. Awakening could argue he's the best player in Florida. So you could see Kleenex come on and, and carry this team. Again, it's kind of like you don't really know, so it's a risky play, but 6.4K is really cheap. Um, let's see, the other guys I have interest in. Well, let's just go over the, the other players. Right? So we have Cami at 6.6, Methods at 7.8, Metals at 6.8, Bants at 6K. This team's a little bit tough to, to kind of decipher. Uh, Methods had a terrible week, absolutely terrible, 0.84 KD. Again, he was really chalky on Friday, let a bunch of people down. This whole week, the whole weekend, he was just bad. Uh, his KD drop, but still as decent, right, 1.11 compared to everyone else on his team. Um, so I still have interest in Methods. I think he's going to go a lot lower owned because of recency bias, and, you know, he's not been playing well. I think it's going to be people are just going to avoid him. And, they're, again, they're going up against FaZe. People are going to think this, you know, probably has a decent chance that it goes 3-0, but... Yeah, you could make a little, you could make an argument for a game stack, right? If, if Toronto can pull off one game in the series, you could see some pretty big games from like Sim Selium and maybe like a guy like Kleenex or Methods. I think you could also have some some interest in, in medals too at 6.8K. Um, I think he looked the best at their most recent tournament, even though they weren't good. He had a 1.01 KD. Um, but yeah, this team in general is just a little bit hard to break down. Um, the, the price tags all do look really good, right? And if you want to go that contrarian build and play Simp and Sullyam together and hope Toronto can win a game, then I can see running it back with like one of those cheap Toronto guys, whether it be Kleenex, Methods, Metals, right? Um, all right, so now let's switch back to DraftKings here really quick before I get out of here. Um, so give me one second. All right, we're back on DraftKings. Uh, let me get to the tournament here. So you got to play someone in the team spot. Normally what I do is I always go for a team that I feel pretty confident winning. Now, it's probably going to be FaZe, right? I know they're the biggest favorites. Um, so I think you probably just, just eat the chalk there with FaZe. I think you can make an argument for Florida, too, who have looked really good. But those are probably the two teams I would consider unless you want to get super contrarian for GPPs. Um, there's not a there's not a big gap in, in scoring for um, 
for teams. Right? I think the top is like 28. The lowest in a win, in a th- in a win is 22. Obviously, if you lose, you don't get that much. I think you get like 9 or 10. So you really do want your team to win. It's a pretty big deal. But the difference in – because you get 0.5 – uh, points for every round one in S&D. So say you don't win any rounds in S&D, then I think it's 22, I want to say. And I think if you win like two S&Ds, and, and obviously that'd be 12 rounds, I think it's about 28. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Um, so yeah, there's not a there's not a huge difference there with you know a winning team and, and their scores, right? So wouldn't put too much weight into that. I think you just go with the team you feel most confident winning. Probably FaZe or, or, or Florida, right? Um, so let's just say we plug in phase. That's 9.4K remaining. Now, sure, you got to play someone in the captain spot. Um, I think pricing is a little bit tougher on this slate, right? A lot of the Call of Duty slates recently, the prices have been so slack, you can almost get whoever else you want in. But um, this is you're definitely going to have to play like one one or two cheaper guys, right? So, again, the guys that stand out as cheaper options for me, a guy like Skies, right? I think that he's, even though they're big favorites, I think that, that really stands out. And he's at, what, 7.6K? Um, some other guys I have some interest in, right? I think Attach is viable. Um, you know, I think Temp is okay. Um, Pharaoh looks decent for, for a 6.8K price. Where he was over 10K the, this last weekend or the weekend before. Now he's 6.8K. Um, Wuskin looks pretty good at a 6.4K price point. So even Kleenex, right, if you want to take a shot there, it's a risky shot, but... It's worked out if you've gone gone to that last few times again with Mac, with Awakening. So those are some cheap options I'm looking at. Uh, as far as roster construction goes, right? So people always ask me, you know, how do you build your lineups? Um, do you game stack? And, and it's always, my answer is it's dependent on the slate, right? So there's four games. Let's say all four games play all five maps. Then you can have a mix and match of every, of every team, right? But if we have maybe one game or only two games that go, four or five maps well the other go 3-0 right so you're going to want the the players in those those two games that that play the most maps right so play the four or five maps so again it's dependent right so if if three teams win three or three games win 3-0 um and then the the other game goes five maps you're going to want a game stack in that in that game that goes all five maps so i really don't have a good answer for you guys um i think for cash games probably the safest way to go is to get players in if you're looking at those odds, the games that are projected to stay close. But again, for GPPs, right, those phase guys I really like. Um, I think, you know, Skies on Florida looks pretty good. So um, that's really the breakdown there uh, for this Call of Duty site. Really excited for this one. Again, Call of Duty is a very fun game to watch for uh, DFS, um, just esports in general. It's really entertaining to watch. So if you guys haven't checked it out or haven't played, uh, I would recommend, you know, maybe make it a lineup and watch some games. It's, it's really entertaining. But I think that's going to do it for the video, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you like this video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Again, hitting the notification bell does really help me out to continue to grow this channel. Um, I'm going to have a video up for CSGO Slate uh, right after the, the uh, Furia versus Liquid game ends. So be on the lookout for that. We have another three-game slate. I think we have a $15,000 to first tournament, so a, a pretty good-sized tournament for CSGO. So excited. we got a, a nice weekend of esports for sure, and then we have golf as well. Um, so thanks again for everyone to come and check the video. Hope you guys have a good day and I will see you all in the next one.